Welcome to the KBC TV podcast, your source for all things related at Kids Beach Club TV. Insights on what goes into making of a TV show like this, how it all began, and where it's going, all coming up in future episodes. So stick around. Well, hi again, everyone. This is Dave Crome from the Convention Hall in Nashville, Tennessee at the uh, Opryland Gaylord for the final day of the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. And uh, our special guest uh, on this Kids Beach Club TV podcast is Nick Kutsia, uh, who is uh, from South Africa. But if you listen to uh, some of the uh, episodes in Season 2 of Kids Beach Club, you will hear some of Nick's work because he is our musical composer for many of the segments. Nick, uh, appreciate you joining us this morning. Thanks, Dave. Uh, you got my name perfectly. You're actually one of the very few people that have been able to pronounce my name because it's spelt a little differently to how, how it sounds and be, coming from South Africa. Um, it's very common there. It's almost like Smith, but not quite as... Is that right? But, yeah, but out there, you know, Nick Kutsia, I, I can get high rankings on Google if they could just spell it right, really? because <laughs> there's not that many Nick Kutsias that are doing what I'm doing. But it's, it's, it's such an honor to be involved in this production. I really do believe in, in, the, in the cause of what Kids, Kids Beach Club is doing and has been doing for many years, and now going to streaming and television. It's a, it's a fantastic vision, and I, I really love to be a part of what's going on. Tell us about some of the music that you composed for season two, and in particular, kind of the process that Dr. Frank Banfill and you went through to determine what type of music needs to be composed, which which episodes it should be on. Kind of walk us through that a little bit. Well, I met Frank at a film festival out in Orlando, the ICVM uh, Storytellers, and uh, we didn't even talk about that. I just gave him my card, and, and there he called me up and said, you know, what would it take to because that you guys have been using library music, which is which is good quality music, but the problem is it it kind of it limits you in terms of having a real identity, a sound that's joined, an original sound that's 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 sort of infused into the uh, the the sort of the branding side of Kids Beach Club, because you know good TV shows have always got a great theme, a musical theme. So I started just doing background music for some of the segments like the game, the memory verse, and the character. Uh, uh, you know, so just background music. So I just created a few pieces of music for for season two, maybe one episode season one, I'm not sure, but I think it was largely season two. But there was still the original theme, and then um, as things progressed, Frank asked me to create all the music for season three, which is now going to be the opening theme, and that needs to be very powerful. So it's an exciting project to be a part of, and it's it, it's uh, it's an honor for me to be a part of this project, actually. How long have you been composing music? Wow, since the uh, early 80s. <laughs> I've been doing this full-time now for over 30 years um, in South Africa. I grew up in South Africa, and then we moved to Australia. I did a little bit of television there, which actually proved to be quite quite lucrative. It was a, a, a drama series, five-night-a-week drama series. We did 250 episodes. Um, sort of, you know, it was, it was like a, a very mild Baywatch, you know, <laughs> teenagers falling in and out of love on the east coast of Australia and I did the background music and and the royalties were pretty good I thought well you know people say why don't you just do that well God had called me to the ministry so that was a little bit of introduction but then 30 years fast forward now I really feel like God's called me to be in the media and and music music to to be to create themes and melodies for shows that are going to change lives I'd rather be involved with that than just being doing television music making money 
And, um, you know, you don't go into Christian television to try and make money. That's, that's not a good... <laughs> those two <laughs> things don't come together. But um, I've been writing songs, and I, I was involved in the first recording of Shout to the Lord with Darlene Check and Hill Songs. I was the, the producer of the very first version. And I've done lots and lots, over 250 records for independent Christians who need their songs developed and, and released. So I've co-written a lot of stuff, and I've written a few, uh, you know, I've done a, my first feature film. Uh, score. So I've always wanted to just write instrumental music to support a message that's going to that's going to change lives. So in the case of season three, that really you're going to be doing the open for it, but we we haven't even taped season three yet. So how challenging is that to come up with some types of music for a season that we have you haven't even had a chance to look at any of that? Because uh, I've been had communication now with the director, John. Um, he's asking me to create different lengths and different, you know, themes. Some of them are more upbeat and exciting. And then because it's not so much drama score where there is a, a scene that needs to be scored to a conversation, uh, I think that's going to happen down, down the road. But for this next season, I'm just creating a package of a whole bunch of pieces of music, different lengths, different um, feels that's essentially instrumental music that's going to be able to be put under any kind of scene. Uh, except the theme and then also the uh, Make It Stick. Um, I think it's called that, right? He wants something that... The, the director wants that to be the same piece of music every time that happens. So there's going to be uh, some... Uh, I call them sticky pieces of music, which means they're there all the time. And then they're going to interchange different uh, lengths and different feels of music underneath other segments throughout the season. So... So I won't be scoring to picture. I don't need to actually watch the episode because there's a lot of consistency from season two to season three in terms of the structure of what's going on. But then obviously every time there's a different uh, lyrical, you know, different concept that's being brought forth and a different message. So it's, it's kind of like a package of a whole bunch of pieces of music and I can create that ahead of time. So, you know, as actors will go and watch themselves uh, act on these episodes, that type of thing, uh, and they get excited and their parents get excited and their family gets excited. How do you feel when you see an episode, if, if you're sitting at home and you watch off of one of our, our national networks like CTN and TCT and you see that come over and you hear some of your music behind that, uh, what, does that what does that do for you knowing that God called you to this? Um, it's very exciting to to be a part you know even if it is a kind of a secondary role you know i i love producing video too but most of what i've done in music has been to produce other people's music so what's exciting to me is i'm getting an opportunity to to just create something that i've that i've written on my own because that's my strength is instrumental music not so much lyrics so i work with a lot lot of lyric writers and i think that's going to be in the future where there'll be songs on kids beach club that i could be a part of producing but instrumental is my strength, and so it's, it's to, to be able to just turn on TV and, you know, it's, it's, I'm not truly really trying to make my name known. It's nice to be out there where people know that what I do, they can call me and do music for their, their show. But just to, just to hear that music, they're going, wow, this is, this is exciting. So it really, I believe that's my calling, to, to be a, a part of a team to, for a greater vision um, so I don't need to be well known as, a, as an instrumental, but it'd be, it'd be great to do feature films and become a, a Christian version of Hans Zimmer. It's, I suppose, my goal one day to write big movie themes, you know. Um, but in the meantime, Kids Beach Club's vision and mission statement is, is, is powerful. You know, to, there's a need for 
kids to be directed toward wholesome biblical values before they get sucked into some of the ideology and the philosophy of what the world is putting out there for kids. And so I really do, and Frank, Frank is, is a great man of God, and um, I'm so glad to have been connected with you guys at the early stages, because I think Kids Beach Club is going to be around for many, many years, and more and more clubs are going to open up around the country uh, where, where there's, there's an, a real community that's actually functioning on a day-to-day basis with the relationships that will come from Kids Beach Club. There's an element of music that the Holy Spirit definitely uses. Obviously in worship, he uses that to be able to draw people closer to the Lord and through their own singing, through their own just ingesting what what the music feels like, what all that. And when when you had when you add some music to our scenes in our TV show specifically, I'm thinking of a of scene uh, in in one of our seasons when uh, Gray talked about his mother passing away, and so it, it, it was a very tender moment. You you got to be careful if you're going to add music to that. That's not you yeah, know exactly, and, and that was a piece I actually uh, created for that, and I think that's important um, because yeah, putting the wrong music is not going to be good, and that's of course the director's role to pick the right music. And if he doesn't have the right music, you know, I'm a phone call away. Says, Look, I, you know, I really need this piece of music. Um, and a lot of times it's just a bit of piano. It doesn't need to, to take a day to record. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty quick in coming up with something. And in my, my experience in playing music in church behind pastors speaking, um, there's nothing worse than having a piano player that's <laughs> taking, drawing the attention away from what's being said. And music should always support, background music should always support what's being said. So if it's too loud or the wrong style of music, it actually is better to have no music than the wrong music, if you understand what I'm saying. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and specifically that scene, it was powerful. It was very soft. It just drew kind of, it, it got your attention. There's something that I need to listen to here. You know, there's something that's going to be said here that I need to pay attention to just when you hear a little bit of the piano coming up. And so I thought that was ex- excellent and done very effectively. And, and again, you know, if, if there's a time, there's going to be several in this third season, several episodes where there are some pretty serious topics of these kids that are talking about bullying, talking about one of them being offered prescription drugs, things like that where they've been tempted to, to do things that they're not supposed to do that really will bring a serious tone to the show and how they were able to get away with it. And, and, and music certainly supports that, doesn't it? It, should, it certainly does. And so I'm, I may write music to a certain scene you know, if at some point along the way, but I think I've got a feeling that I'm going to be creating three or four different pieces of music that could be used. So in other words, more emotive, um, more not necessarily sad music, because there's always hope. There should always be hope in music. You don't want to create something that's going to literally make people really upset. And, 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 you know, you can use tension. Like if I'm doing music for a thriller, you've got to create tension because the music should always point to the message and create a connection. And so music is a very important part and often gets shortchanged in the faith-based films. If the budget is not very big, they'll just use stock music. And sometimes there's not the right music to, to pick. I mean, there's lots of music out there. So I think eventually, um, as the show grows... I'll probably end up doing more, from what Frank said to me, more scoring to picture, which means you guys have the finished edited version and then I come alongside, which is common, which is most common in the film industry, for the composer to be brought in right at the end after the post-production's been done, sound effects, dialogue, foley, 
then the music comes in. Whereas something like this for television, and I did this back in the 90s when I did a TV show, they asked me to create um, 80 cues, and they get set, set a budget, and they're all different lengths, all different moods, and then they just categorize them all, and they use them for the... So I didn't score 250 episodes of this. I actually created a whole bunch of cues, much like what we're doing now. Yeah. And well, it works well. Well, we're certainly excited to have you on our team uh, for, for many years to come. And uh, if, if someone is listening to this podcast and would, would like to talk to you about doing some type of musical for musical uh, com- composition for their project, how can they get in touch with you? Well, thanks for that, Dave. Yes, uh, my website is rainmusic, R-A-I-N music.org, um, and you can email me through there. We also do a bit of video production too, music videos and promotional videos. Um, but largely, you know, if you're a songwriter and you want to actually work with a producer that's had experience in the Christian world to make sure that we maintain the sense of the presence of God in that recording but not co- compromise on the quality. Um, I've done many, many productions in, um, right from back in the, in the 90s but I have my, my heart set on also television and film, so creating music for, for background music, for anything, drama scoring, you know, feature films, and then just some incidental music. It's, um, I, I, I enjoy doing, I'm, I enjoy the creative process, so I'd be very glad to, to, with no obligation, just chat with you, give you some advice if, you, if you're interested in learning more about what, what to do and, and how to proceed with the right sort of budget, because you can spend too much money on music or not enough money and and getting the right advice is is invaluable well well, it's a pleasure to talk to you this morning thanks again for for being part of our uh kids beach club tv production and uh hope a lot of kids get a chance to see that and hear your music and be drawn to the lord the process thanks dave it's it's, i'm looking forward to what what this is going to do and i really believe it's going to be around for many many years to come thank you for your time i appreciate having the opportunity to share with you all right, again, it's uh, Nick Katsia. He is the musical composer for Kids Beach Club TV. And uh, we'll be back here at the uh, NRB conference with another podcast shortly. So just go ahead and uh, continue to watch for updates. Thank you for listening to this episode of the KBC TV podcast. To learn more about Kids Beach Club TV, including where it may be available to watch in your area, please visit kidsbeachclub.tv.com.